Good morning and happy Sabbath. Uh, the title of this is called Freedom in your bulletin. And when you look at the word uh, freedom, uh, does it sound like it would also be in synonymous with surrender? Don, you gave me permission to pick on you. Would you share uh, in your loud voice some definitions of freedom that come to you, please? Yes, I did. Thank you, Don. And then when it comes to surrender, I also picked on Dave Weiland to uh, to share with everybody in your loud voice what surrender means to you. Thank you both very much. Isn't it odd when we look at surrender and we look at freedom with the secular world? Again, we're to be set apart. We are God's peculiar people. But you look at what how they perceive surrender and freedom to be. And as a Christian, it's actually very synonymous. The two are very similar. Now, what Don, what you were, or uh, Dave, what you were saying about as far as unwilling, because that is in battle, you surrender because you're forced to, right? Does God give us free choice or force? Amen. He gives us free choice. So if we go to surrender, can we do it on our own? No, we can't. Only through his power can we surrender. 
Which brings us to why would we surrender? Uh, you know, he can't help it. It's our selfish human nature, no matter what goes on in the world. We don't want to be in the world, but the thing that comes to mind is, what's in it for me? If I'm going to surrender, what do I get? What do I get out of this? Because it's not something that we're going to do naturally. It's not something that we perceive in the word to be something, hey, this is fun. Let's go to the water park and surrender. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. So what's in it for us if we surrender to God? God promises us, many promises he has, but he also promises a supernatural victory over sin. It's joy that God wishes so desperately to give us, not where we have to wait till heaven, as we were talking about back there, but right now, that the joy of his salvation and the joy that permeates our heart every single day. But he cannot, nor can he force his good blessings upon his upon us, we have to allow him. The amazing thing is, is that he allows us and welcomes and encourages us not to surrender our present and our future, which means just, you know, we don't have to worry about our future because he's in control and we're surrendered, but also our past. How many here have some issues and dysfunction from our past? I do. Anybody else? Okay, if we're honest, you know. He began to show me what had been blocking my joy for probably most of my life. He's brought to my attention that of shame that I carried for years. It started as a child, so I really don't know where it came from. I was one of those kids that uh, would be very, very grieved if I let down and disappointed my parents. But how can I be confident of my faith in Christ if I continue carrying the shame? Insecurity. How can I stand strong for God and testify if I don't have confidence? Low self-worth. I'm laying it all out there, but this is what it is, because I want to share with you what he's been doing for me. My head believed I was worthy of his love. My heart just didn't believe it. And, you know, we can have a lot of knowledge up here and understand this and this and this, but if we don't have it here, it's not real. He's transforming me, and I have freedom from these things for the first time in my life. And I'm so thankful because of my love for him. He gives me the courage to witness and to share with others his love for them. And he's given me this courage, which I never had. I mean, you know, I'm no spring chicken anymore. So, I mean, it took me many, many years. But because I know it came from him is because I couldn't do it on my own. If I had or been able to, it would have been a long time ago. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's transforming me in all aspects of my life, which I am so utterly grateful for. And finally, I'm experiencing abundance of life and freedom that God so desperately wants to give you too. Though I'm still a sinner, he continues giving me power over sin, but I need to come to one daily and surrender my will for it. Surrender is also throwing ourselves with utter and joyful abandon into the arms of the Almighty God. Can you imagine that picture? Can you just put that in your mind right now of just coming and giving up all and just utter abandonment, coming into his arms? Is he going to receive you? You bet he will. 
It's believing that he will work a good work in you and saying, I don't want to be selfish anymore, that you, Lord, have something so much better for me, like living for you. And I believe it begins with allowing yourselves to be drawn to Jesus. John 6.44 says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. God gave us his greatest blessings, and it is the great commandment to love him. Love motivates us to deny self and to live for his glory and for the good of others. But such love can only come from God, and it doesn't come cheap. Most all of us are familiar of that story in Matthew about the rich young ruler. Um, He had riches and possessions and servants and things that we are beyond our comprehension. And remember the story he came to Jesus and he asked what could he do and have uh, to gain this eternal life and salvation. And Jesus said, give all that you have to the poor. And uh, he was very disappointed because and walked away. He was not willing to give up those things. Little did he know that Jesus was ready to give him far more riches than these. And first, we need to have much love for God before we can surrender. We see that in order to love God with all our heart, mind, strength, and soul, we must give God our heart, mind, strength, and soul. We need to repent. We need to ask for forgiveness, confess, and surrender ourselves to him every day. How do we get here? So once we allow ourselves to be drawn to him, we trust him by spending time with him in prayer and in the word fellowship with other believers, and we pray claiming his promises. What is, Ju- uh, what is Jesus doing right now in the heavenly sanctuary uh, besides mediating for our sins? He's also working tirelessly to seal us. And what is that sealing? It's a lasting, permanent surrender. Jesus cannot remove our character flaws and blot out our sins until we are immovably bound to him. He's waiting for us to let him take over our lives so completely that we are happily and hopelessly surrendered to him. Only he can do it. Only we can let him. This gives us his Holy Spirit for the desire and power to overcome sin. We obey because of our great love for him. We repent, confess, and plead for forgiveness of our sins, not out of consequences, not out of being found out, but out of our love for him. To obey him is to love him. John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, keep my commandments, and he will dwell in you. Would you please open your Bibles to John fourteen twenty one and read with me? I'm reading out of the New King James. Uh, John fourteen twenty one, please. He who has my commandments and keeps them. It is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. 
In uh, Christ's Object Lessons, page 61, Ellen White writes, In our divine life, we shall be brought into captivity to Jesus Christ. We shall no longer live the common life of selfishness, but Christ will live in us. His character will be reproduced in us. Who believes Jesus Christ is coming soon? Raise your hands. We know this world is not going to last much longer, and we pray that it won't. We want all those that we love and know and family and friends to be saved, but we we really hoping and praying that Jesus comes soon. These people, and we're hoping that Jesus would come take us home, these people that we speak of consist of those who have become fully realigned to God's one will. Only God can accomplish that miracle in our lives, but again, only we can let him. He wants to heal all of us, grooming our character for not only for heaven, but to live life abundantly here on earth too, like we were talking in the back room. He has so much to give you right now and so much that he wants you to have freedom from. For your sake, doesn't for your sake more than for his, but he loves you so much he wants you with him. And God refuses to force his goodness upon us. Although he's actively seeking to reunite our wills to his, he'll never, use, he'll never do it by force. How then can God accomplish this seemingly impossible work? Only through our cooperation and only through our willing surrender. He loves you beyond measure. He came and died for you so that you may have abundant life. Would you turn with me to John 10.10, please? John 10.10, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. If you're able to stay today and watch that video that we're uh, showing right after lunch, it's called the Antichrist Unity Agenda. Um, You'll be seeing how close we are to end time. You're going to be seeing what took place this last year in the Pope's agenda and his visits, and you're going to be seeing prophecy being fulfilled right before your eyes. We need to get the surrender thing down. Come to him like a child, repent, confess, and give it all to him. He'll transform you me oh so gently and our love for him will be so great giving us courage to do great work for him before his soon coming dear heavenly father you give us the power to overcome sin we know that in our hearts we can't do it on our own and oh what freedom that you give us By surrendering our will to you, you give us that power to overcome, but you give us so much more. You give us courage. You give us confidence to speak and testify in your name. You give us joy in our heart, and it's not just the joy of salvation, but it's the joy every single day of all the stuff that goes on in this world, of all the evils and the trials and tribulations that we go through, dear Lord. You promise and give us joy and peace every single day, no matter what we encounter.
And dear Lord, I ask for your forgiveness and confess, dear Lord, that I'm a sinner and I want to give it all to you. It is a burden too much for me to carry. You promised that your burden is light and your yoke is easy. Dear Lord, I'll give it to you. You are a God. You are a creator. You are a sovereign God over everything. You are in control, dear Lord. And with that, it gives us peace, knowing and believing and trusting in you. We pray, dear Lord, and ask for your peace. We thank you, dear Lord, in your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.